Welcome to our Daily Reflection for this Thursday, November 2nd, the Feast of All Souls. And so we remember our dearly departed. And of course, all of the month of November, by way of reminder here today, I want to say, is a month that the church invites us to pray for our beloved dead, right? All of our friends, family members, co-workers who have passed on to the Lord, we pray for them. And so I think it's really good to have a list of all the people you want to pray for every day. And I do that during my daily morning devotion. I have the list and I go through by name and pray for all my friends. And, uh, and there's a couple of anniversaries that are coming up of people who've died last year that uh, I'm deeply sorrowful for, but I pray for the repose of their soul. And that's what we do as Catholics. We, we pray that they may be with God and, uh, and that if they're in purgatory, in that process of purgation, to come into the face, into the presence of God, we pray for them because we know that our prayers can alleviate their suffering and bring them more swiftly to the face and presence of God. Now, why does God do that? Why does God allow our prayers to succor and help others? Is because that's how the church works. It's the body of Christ. And so the church, as the body of Christ, can still help these poor souls in purgatory uh, come closer and be with God in peace. And so we pray for the, our dearly beloved who have passed away. And that's a powerful thing to do. And again, I really say, make it practical. You know, sometimes uh, what's good to do, a great practice is to take pictures of some family members who have passed away, put them in a prominent place um, in the house to remember, to pray for them. Uh, maybe have some little flowers there, just to remember that we're honoring them and their memory and we love them and our love for them has not grown cold or old, and it actually still grows, even though they're gone from us. And that's what God wants in his fatherly wisdom. He wants to grow our love for each other and for him. And so also, as we reflect on our dearly beloved who've passed away, we remember that they're with God. And I love the first reading from the Book of Wisdom. I hope that's read at my funeral. I love that reading. And, uh, and of course, Psalm 23, that one too, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want right? And uh, though he lead me through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. And this is a great consolation. In fact, in the catacombs, which is the burial chambers of the early Christians in Rome, they had one of the favorite images of Jesus with a lamb over his shoulders as the good shepherd, because the early Christians, the earliest Christians, loved to pray Psalm 23 when they prayed uh, in the face of death and when they prayed for their beloved who had died. And so I recommend praying Psalm 23. And if you haven't memorized Psalm 23, make, make that your resolution for the month of November. Pray Psalm 23 as you pray, as the prayer to pray for all the you know, beloved that you're uh, departed, that you're praying for this month. That's a wonderful thing to do. And, uh, and I love the consolation we get in the midst of this valley of tears and these sorrows. Uh, you know, the souls of the just are in the hands of God and nor, no torment shall touch them, right? Their passing was seen as an affliction. They're going forth as destruction, right? As the end of the story. But they are at shalom. They are at peace with God, right? Um, if, and I, I love that. Um, and then he goes on, he says, as gold in the furnace, he tried them. And as a sacrificial offering, he took them to himself. So that idea of being purged, to be purified and to be with God forever. And it, I, I find great consolation and hope in that reading. And I hope you do too. And that's what the church gives us. These great, great words that are from God, spoken to us in the midst of this valley of tears, so that our tears are not in vain. But we can weep 
for sorrow, but weep with prayers with hope as well. And we can pray for our beloved departed. And we can help them even now, uh, even though uh, they're on the other side, so to speak, we can still pray and help them. And that's a beautiful thing to do. And then when we're reunited with them in heaven, they will rejoice and be glad. And they will thank you for your prayers for them. And they too, when they are with God in heaven, will then in turn pray for us. And so it is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful practice. And it goes back to the ancient scriptures of Israel and 2 Maccabees. Judas Maccabeus does a righteous thing, we're told, by making sacrifices and offerings in the temple and praying for the soldiers who died and for the repose of their souls. And so this is an ancient practice, uh, ancient Jewish Christian practice and th that we are invited to do. So today, let's remember our, our faithful dead. Let's pray for them and let's pray with the hope that Jesus gives us in the Gospel of John today that he will not lose those who are given to him and that those who believe in him, he will raise up on the last day. Let's not forget so that we don't mourn, we mourn, but not as those who have no hope. As Paul says, we have hope in Christ. God bless and keep you. To sign up and start receiving these daily reflections in your inbox every day for free, visit form.org daily and enter your email. You can watch these reflections in video format by visiting formed.org. Formed is an online Catholic streaming service created by the Augustan Institute and Ignatius Press with award-winning studies and parish programs, inspiring audio content, movies, eBooks, and family-friendly kids programming. To support the mission of the Augustan Institute, please visit missioncircle.org.